You are full of infinite possibilities waiting to start to be unboxed by you through the shame and guilt of years. How do you do this? That is the question I hear so often to get out of that feeling of being stuck going in circles and circles with the same results. The answer is the life manual that's available to everyone, and that is the Akashic Records. Book your reading today with me, and we can unlock the infinite possibility that is you, the magic within you. Not only will you receive a reading, but you will also receive a call where we go over everything and create action, steps to go towards what you desire. So book with me today at ConstanceDegroat.com, because you're fucking worth it. Again, that's at ConstanceDegroat.com. Hey loves, good morning. I'm Constance DeGroat. I'm an Akashic Record reader, coach, and shamanic practitioner. As many of you know, I love doing something for every moon, the full moon, the new moon, the first quarter moon. Well, this one is a manifestation, the new moon, because as we watch the moon now, it's going to go from kind of like a loading bar. We're starting from darkness and little by little, we're going to come to the full moon where we release again. But in order to manifest, we must be willing to let something go. Otherwise, we're holding ourselves back, holding ourselves back from manifestation. We have to be open to it and have room for it. Sometimes that means letting go of people and things, comfort zones that keep us playing small. That can be being agreeable with others to be loved. Whether in life or business, a big part of finding your tribe is living your inner truth, choosing our own peace for ourselves, rather than hoping the world will choose peace for us. What I want to discuss today is the art of letting go and opening ourselves to abundance abundance of joy. But in releasing what is no longer serving us, whether it is people or items, we open ourselves to manifestation. Releasing people out of our lives, whether it's family, friends, colleagues, or coaches, is no easy feat, I can tell you, as I've had to do this this week. Letting go comes with all the usual reactions of the actual love breakup. Yes, we trusted and had our heart and soul in those relationships and anchored our identity to those items we wish to release. We hoped these people and things would solve a problem in our lives that would fulfill us fulfill that emptiness that we can only fulfill but we come to realize the real place to anchor ourselves is within to our own bodies and souls most importantly to now the future and the past can rob us of creation in the present moment we can't really create with the past we can create with now for the future and we can create with now with the past as well for the generations ahead and the generations before us but it's important to be here now if we cannot be here now we cannot create any change Being present is a choice. Living for yesterday is a choice. Living worried for tomorrow is a choice. Having to let go of a bad relationship is not easy. It doesn't matter how much time it deprived you of that you could have done other things with or how much money you wasted. After, you just can't wait to get together with a new bad habit or a teacher or a new person that doesn't mean anything to you just as badly as the thing that you wish meant something to you. It's addicting to seek answers outside of ourselves and to get lost in the illusion of completeness outside. It's in movies we watch with phrases like, you complete me, as if I was broken and fragmented before. As if to say, unless I find the love of my life, I can't actually live at all. Or how dare I believe that I can breathe either. So why is letting go so hard? The anchor keeping us down is insecurity. Insecurity is defined by Oxford as uncertainty or anxiety about oneself, which is really funny because we seem to have anxiety about things outside of ourselves, but the seeds are deeply planted within. It's okay to let someone in your life and then realize they are not who you thought they were. It does not serve you to suppress who you are in order to be accepted. 
Walking on eggshells is suppressing your own mindset and feelings to prevent an argument or rejection. Somewhere along the line, we picked up this belief, not speaking up keeps us safe, when in reality, is creating so much dis-ease within. The true issue here is inner rejection. Every time we say yes to everyone else but ourselves, we are rejecting ourselves, and it causes an outer rejection. We must first choose that we are worthy within. It is not worth it to go through this process of walking on eggshells. Don't discard yourself for others. I know, things aren't easy right now. I had to let someone go because I simply outgrew them. That's the thing we need to realize sometimes. We can outgrow people. You're allowed to grow. Relationships can serve a purpose to level us up and grow us to a point. If you grew up around narcissistic parents, you may have found that you were not allowed to grow. You may have grown up with the motto of remain the same or deal with shame. We're not meant to stay with coaches all the time. We're not meant to stay in school forever. It was time to move on to the next teacher. It wasn't easy. Old me would come visit during the breakup calls and texts that were going on saying, I don't know if I can do this by myself. I need help. When truly there's a lot more help I can give myself within and support. Everything that a coach can say to you, you can do that for yourself. Coaches are amazing, but someday the biggest cheerleader in the room for you has to be you. And the thing that is really getting me here is I'm afraid of letting go and missing out, but in staying where I know I don't feel in alignment. I am just keeping myself stuck and not being true to who I am. When all I really want is to be myself, why would it serve me to stay? And you should be able to be yourself and express yourself without judgment, without feeling shame or guilt around the person that you're being taught by. It goes without saying to, yes, we can disagree with people. We can have different views. But are we able to listen? And are we able to, if we're going to argue, have it be something constructive without it damaging the relationship? It's okay to express your opinion as long as you're not trying to bully people into believing it. Are we able to feel safe in doing so? You should feel safe. You're allowed to feel safe in disagreeing. No one should tell you that you're just not seeing straight. No matter what's going on in your life, you know how you feel in your gut and you're allowed to disagree. Through release, we can uncover layers and layers of conditioning. We never realize how far down the rabbit hole it can go. It can go really far deep into childhood where you felt rejected. And now all you want to do is have someone love you and hear you. But you find yourself loving and hearing more than anyone else does. Because we cannot love from emptiness. We can only find love from finding that we find ourselves whole. If your parents have faulty programming they never worked on, they probably pass it on to you. It's easy to point the finger. If they didn't do the work, then we must choose to do the work. I remember before I met my husband, it was like two years before, and I was setting up on my way to get out of what I felt stuck in. And I told myself, you have to do the work that no one else is willing to do in this family so that you do not pass on what you're feeling right now. Narcissistic parents pass on shame and guilt for purely existing. I didn't want to give that to my future children. I'm very dedicated to working on myself every day because I believe that I have so much potential that I can unlock. It's not that I think I'm broken, that I think there is so much more I have yet to uncover and discover about myself, the magic. We can find ourselves going around hoping that a relationship or job will release us from shame or guilt, as I was saying before. We choose to stay close to guilt and shame. We can release the guilt and shame. It doesn't have to be involved in relationships or jobs. Looking to a job or relationship to release you from old shame or guilt or hurt is working backwards. 
Yes, it may seem like you're trying a new way, but you're once again trying to be accepted and loved by something outside of yourself. That is unreliable. That is not a true anchor in your life. What it reminds me of is being an actor. So it's like being an actor in a play and the director or writer is yelling at you to stop changing the script and stick to your role. Stay as a supporting character in everyone else's life, including your own. To not be the main character. Don't be afraid to break character. Remember the definition of character is mental and moral qualities distinctive to a character. Are your thoughts aligned with who you want to be? Are those nagging voices of shame and guilt keeping you in line really you? Or someone else's old stories? They could be generational. It's so important to explore the source. We are not here to act in other people's stories and plays, movies. You are here to take a starring role to uncover your life purpose and to live it up. That release must also happen with inner support going on. We can get trapped allowing our inner dialogue to mirror the voices we created, our inner limits, our insecurities with. The thoughts that got us to our state of being will not help us now. It's important to look at those thoughts and unravel them as I've been saying. Ask if we truly believe in those things. Who told us this? We've heard this somewhere before. Maybe someone didn't tell you that you were ugly, but you heard your mom saying that she's ugly all the time. So maybe now you think all moms are ugly. Doesn't matter how much you hear about MILFs. What proof do I have of whatever it is? Is it true for everyone? Is it true for me? And I mean me as my higher self. Me as the best version of me, the future me that I want to be. Would she find this true? What if I were to be who I wanted to be? What would happen? What could go wrong? And what could go right? Get excited about the possibilities of what could happen in letting go. By limiting ourselves to what is comfortable and keeps other people happy, we live for their peace and we cause dis-ease and actual disease in our own bodies. I can vouch for this for I'm someone with bad food allergies. It can feel like I'm allergic to myself and my body is rejecting me, which in truth is kind of true. Because I am rejecting myself, my inner truth, my joys, and trying to stay somewhere that doesn't fit me anymore. My body's going, let's get the fuck out of here. That power that you feel like everyone else has over you. We must remember that it first started off in our own hands. We choose our captain, my captain. We are worthy of steering our own ship to goals with or without help of others. When we hire teachers or coaches, we need to hire them with a thought of help in mind, not savior. Same goes for relationships. We are hoping a relationship will anchor our lives and make it better. The universe loves to prove us fucking wrong every time. It's like the comedy movie Masterminds. I release you. Eventually the character who was allowing his mind to be controlled by everything around him, putting all of his will into everything to move him in a direction that he desired rather than moving himself, it decides to take control and to impact his own world with his own mind. Think of change as waves we can either ride or let fear take over and end up pushed down into the undertow. I've been there. It's no fun at all. We either trust our instincts or let nature take its course with us, let things happen to us, or have the power to not allow that. We can like a ship. You better remember if you're going to deny yourself love, that anyone that you try to love will deny you love as well. As painful as that sounds, it's the way it works. The world is a mirror. If you don't like what you're seeing in front of you, you're going to see plenty of it everywhere else. A great exercise that you can do to help you with that is to choose to look in the mirror at yourself naked. I did this with so much resistance within me. It was given to me from a coach to do. I thought of every excuse like anything else I wanted to try. I don't want to be cold. 
And as I did it, she told me that for every bad thing I thought of, I had to think of 10 things I loved about myself. And in very little time, I saw all the good things can overpower the bad things if I choose to let that happen. We need to remember that we can be like a ship and use the elements to direct us towards our goal. We can steer through the winds even when the ocean is rough. And we can wait it out no matter what happens. We can make sure that we make it to safety. And if we need to, we have the power to ask for help. As our ancestors were open to ways to get across the ocean and receiving new ways to do it, we have to be also open to help and open to other ways that things can manifest in our lives, other than our need for control over every aspect of our lives. When we rely heavily on just ourselves, we can allow our bodies to cave and let go of us before we are ready to stop. This is when we're starting to drink all those energy drinks, the coffee, not sleeping. We need to overload on information to succeed and so much more. We just can't seem to have enough because we're not fucking enough for ourselves. So we overload on everything and overdo everything until our bodies cave and tell us there is enough and I've had fucking enough. So release is a huge part of the full moon and the new moon, as I was saying, and of any Sabbath. And we need to remember that we don't have to keep our limits. We can release our limits during these times and any other day. But the new moon and the full moon are a reminder that we have the power to manifest and to release. We can choose our expansion, but in doing so, we must let go of the movie image of immediate happiness. Choosing our peace is happiness. Even in releasing what is not good for us, we can go through a detox after. That detox after we've rid ourselves of a routine we are used to. That is something that we get really lost in when we do breakups. We think that we miss the person. No, you're just used to routine. You are a creature of habit. You are so used to waking up next to someone. Think of all the things you miss about the person. They're all related to being used to something. As we release things in our lives, we must be kind to ourselves as a friend would be. How would you be there for friends? How can you be there for yourself now? Would you tell your friends to just move on and get over it? It shouldn't hurt at all. Or would you be kind and tell them to take their time to feel their feelings? Or would you tell them it's not that bad? Or would you tell them that it's okay? How you feel, it matters. I know I wouldn't refuse someone else their feelings. So then we have to stop pressuring, pressuring ourselves to move on today. Relax after releasing a relationship from your life. Be patient with yourself. Rather than battling yourself within, choose compassion for self. Choose to still love yourself. You don't need love outside of you to decide you're allowed to love yourself. You don't need permission to do things for yourself and to love yourself. Would you love a friend anyways for making a mistake? We sometimes pick certain people to learn from in our lives. Even the worst experiences and people are great teachers. We may have an idea of what we want to learn or bring into our lives, but unless we take care of certain things that we are ignoring, then the lesson will come no matter what. When we choose to keep our faith to ourselves, to keep the peace, it's because we don't listen to our physical bodies either. Filling yourself within, choose compassion for yourself. Choose to still love yourself no matter what. You don't need love outside of you to decide that you are allowed to love yourself. You can give yourself permission. Even the worst experiences and people are great teachers. We tolerate inappropriate behavior that we allow within ourselves to keep going on. Whether it's negative talk or taking advantage of ourselves when we don't listen to cues from our body that we need something. When people step on us, it's because we step on ourselves. We have a choice in making our peace known. By peace, I mean what will make us feel 
amazing, what will give us this feeling of acceptance, true acceptance that isn't on someone else's terms. But we need to also be willing to listen to our own body for those cues and not dismiss ourselves and get lost in reading other people as empaths. We are ready to meet the wants and needs of others far more than ourselves. All of us have three brains, and the very inner brain is your survival brain. It's linked to your lower chakras, and it wants you to survive, so it wants you to eat, to sleep, to drink water, to do all the basic things, to feel safe. And if that part of you isn't happy first, it is hard to choose thriving. It is easier to choose any of what we want to call the lower self, the self that we don't love, that dark part of ourselves, the self-sabotaging part of ourselves. Let's be honest, when you don't eat, do you feel good? And to a point when you don't eat, not only do you feel tired, but your stomach starts hurting, start to be in pain. There's so many things and factors that go into it, and you're just not getting everything that you need. There can be simple thing for survival as breathing. Your body may do it on autopilot. But are you deeply breathing? Did you know that you can lose weight by making sure that you are deeply breathing more and not anxiously breathing and taking in air really fast and holding on to it like you're holding on to everything else? Because the breath also releases toxins from our body. So if you're holding on to it, we're kind of full of shit at that point, aren't we? So we need to be able to look at our basic needs of safety, eating, and everything else, anything that's not being met right now, to make us feel secure. We can't always be secure. I'm sure some of you are thinking about leaving your comfort zone, but is your comfort zone really providing security usually? I find that it's usually not. It is preventing me from thriving, and thriving must be chosen at some point. You choose to thrive. You choose to survive. Surviving can become a habit because we are just not meeting our own needs, and we are looking to outsource for all of that. So we brought up anchors before. An anchor is raised when a ship is off on an adventure, but it is also lowered to to secure a ship. We can't be lowering ourselves into other people or things, hoping someone will see us the way we want to be seen. You're a person. You count. You see you. The same goes for dressing up. I know that we are stuck at home. You are a person, you count. If it would make you feel amazing to wear makeup and a dress, do it now. Yes, men, I'm talking about you too. So do whatever would make you feel great. I don't care if you're seeing people or not. Do it for you. You are a person, you count, and no one needs to see you doing it. We need to stop thinking of no one needs to see you doing because you are someone, and you are someone that is seeing you do whatever it is for you. So as you would be with anyone else, be willing to explore and understand yourself, to understand what is truly going on that makes it hard for you to release, to understand the shame and the guilt and all that has to go with it. A great way to do this is journaling or trance. You might even find shadow work very productive for you right now. And if you choose to journal, explore the questions I said earlier, ask if we truly believe in those things, those guilt and shame things that are in our minds, those phrases. Who told us this or who did we hear saying these phrases growing up or in our current lives? What proof do I have that this thing is true? What if I were able to be who I wanted to be? Imagine your higher self. Go into trance, meditation, and just picture your future self you want to be. You can ask her for advice too or him. But the main thing here is what could go wrong If you chose to believe something different, then what would that belief be? 
So what could go right? And what is that new belief? And what are some supporting factors to help you with that new belief? And what is one step you can take today to go towards that? So get excited about the possibilities of uncovering your own magic. And sit tight and keep your eye out because I will be doing a workshop on shame. So check out my page, First Generation Healers, and I'm Constance DeGroat. But before I go, another thing you can do is to take whatever it is you want to release, that bad habit, write it on a scrap piece of paper, something really small, then fold it from the top to the bottom and left to right. Hold that piece of paper with tweezers over a candle and say that I release this now and open my heart to the new possibilities, to revealing my own inner magic. I am open to possibility as to however it comes to me now. For how it comes is how it is meant to be, and so it is. And don't worry, you don't need reminders to let something go. This act in itself can really be releasing. And it's okay to come back to old habits. And to know when we bring in something new, old self will always try to creep in and be like, no, 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 I want to stay here. I don't want to go anywhere else. I am comfortable. But we will always be able to support ourselves no matter what. So remember, you got this. You don't want to focus on what we're releasing anyway. You want to focus on what we want to bring in. Worry brings more worry. And excitement brings more excitement and magic to you. So release yourself from everything that no longer serves you. And be open. Open to everything. Open to how it will come. You can even start to clean out things that you don't need to help you get used to releasing things as a practice. I would love to hear from you what you released with this new moon. And don't forget to book your reading at ConstanceDegroat.com. For Akashic Record readings, get excited and ready to explore the infinite possibility that is you. To unlock your magic that hides behind shame and guilt, then book at ConstanceDegroat.com.